Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three lovable, wonderful players for this evening. Say hello. 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 I like how I've just got you all to say that on command now. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> the first stage of his DM training. Yep. <laughs> yes, Next master. we jump. Jump, puppets. <laughs> Uh, yes, well, that is Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle, who will be playing Tommy the Gunslinger, Sophia the Monster Hunter, and Rogar the Paladin, slash Sorcerer, as he is now. Slash insane person. Also true. And we pick up in quite an interesting predicament, don't we? You could say that. Because of that, yeah. Yeah. So, last time on this very podcast, our group of lovable heroes returned home to the city that is still under lockdown and sort of tyrannical regime, and they were intent on winning over the final temple to their side and their cause in the revolution. They went there with their friend Solara, who is a sorcerer who seemed to have a lot of information about the Illuminated, which is what that temple basically gave a shit about. They went in, basically burst into a meeting, and it turns out the meeting they burst into was rather important. It was between the temple and a group of druids from the Circle of Purifying Flame. They had come to say that basically something had gone horribly wrong with the Plane of Fire. Our heroes don't really know that much about the Plane of Fire, don't really care that much about it. None of them are druids or that way connected. But everyone in the room seemed to be declaring this quite a catastrophe. And with help of the mages of the temple, as it was a temple to Mistra, our heroes went through a giant flaming portal with one of the druids in tow to go find out just what the hell was going on. And as you do. Yeah, and that's where <laughs> we're going to pick up. Yeah. So, the only one of you, I was thinking back over episodes and times before the podcast, the only one of you who has much knowledge about the Plane of Fire is actually Sophia. Fuck off. It's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I don't have any knowledge about uh, fucking anything. Well, so, so, so Sophia has knowledge, Flo does not. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I have that knowledge? So, well... So... So what does what knowledge does Sophia have? <laughs> <laughs> From my perfect recollection. Uh, well, you don't have perfect recollection, but you know this wasn't too long ago, so you still remember a little bit. Do you want to know why you know about the Plane of Fire? Oh, no. Well, you once read a book about all about the elemental planes. Oh, yeah, I did. About the yes. Dao. Yes, because you had a, think, oh, well, a suspicion that a Dao had kidnapped Tommy and taken him to the Plane of Earth. Yes. So you bought a book, you read through it as quickly as you could, and basically I gave you a kind of brief summary on all four elemental planes, one of which yes. is the Plane of Fire. From the description you read in that book, the Plane of Fire is an interesting place. I mean, it it's called the Plane of Fire for a reason. There is literally a sea of fire and magma. There are volcanoes. There is a city called the City of Brass, which is like a giant gleaming city where all the Efreet live. And it's actually quite a well-known place for its market, its bazaar. It's the uh, the place where you go where you need a potion for a supposedly incurable disease. Well, the Efreet might have one, but it's going to cost you more than gold. It's one of those places. It's very mm. popular amongst 
certain sorts of people, people who are strong enough to kind of handle themselves. Adventurers, for example, of certain yeah. levels at least. But to go there when you're quite uh, not of that caliber, you're probably going to end up enslaved, sold off to the Afrit or something much worse. All right, around. So I'll see you later then, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, the Plane of Fire, a lot of it is made up of a place called the Cinder Waste, which I briefly touched on with Sophia. It is basically a large desert made of black cinders and embers with rivers of lava. There's roaming creatures out there. You know, it makes up a good chunk of the Plane of Fire. And, yeah, above you, a blazing sun basically just beats the entire time. Even at night, the sun basically just goes reddish, and during the day, it's almost intolerable. What you remember the book, it basically said, only ever go to the plane of fire when it's, you know, late evening or night, because going there during the day is not the best idea. What time did we go there? Well, it's hard to tell. So, the group of you jumped through the portal with Voss in tow, who is effectively going to be acting as your guide to try to figure out what just what the hell is going on over here in font of knowledge, what little knowledge he does have anyway. And Sophia, as you crash into the ashen cinders, you are the first to look up. As you had an idea of what the plane of fire was like, I would say you were probably the most on guard about, you know, suddenly landing in a stream of lava or something. The rest of this lot didn't really know what to expect. So as you land hard on the ground and you see the portal behind you, but it looks like it was a bit of a drop to get down to, you look up and all over, and this place does not look anything like the book described. Oh. Interesting. That's not good. Yeah. So, in your immediate vicinity, before I make you do any rolls, you notice that the cinder waste... Though you expected to see effectively a desert of, like, embers and ash, and maybe some lakes of lava and stuff like that, it is cracked and broken. Huge chunks of it seem to have fallen... If you were in the regular world, you'd say below the earth, but you don't know where they've fallen down to. As far as you can tell from where you are, they just go into nothing. You see bursts of lava just streaking up from the ground, just in, like, violent eruptions... The heat is there. The heat is just as bad as all of you were expecting. But as you look up, Sophia, the sun, well, part of it's red. It has a red ring around it, like a, the corona is red, but the middle is nothing but a blackness. Almost like, think of it like a black hole that's absorbing a sun, but there's still enough of the sun left to encircle it. It kind of looks a bit like that. And as you're looking around... I... well, one more thing that you will just see. Part of the sky looks as you'd expect it. You know, it's red-hued, reddish-yellow hue. There's not a lot of clouds. It's it's kind of just like an endless plane, almost, if you looked in one direction over to the west from where you stood. In the other, it is roiling black storm clouds. And as you watch, lightning seems to pierce down. But it's not white lightning. It's almost... I would describe it as black, but that doesn't really do it justice. It's more the absence of color. Almost the absence of reality. It looks like every time a bolt of lightning strikes, it's like there is literally nothing within that bolt, if you see what I mean. And that's slowly encroaching across the sky. And I'd like all of you to make me a perception check. 
as you're Reception all kind of check. standing up and looking around. Um, uh, so the Aww. most perceptive of us is Rogar. <laughs> so I think the rest of us are quite quite interested in the fact that things are well. There is an absence of colour mm. every time that flashes, and I think Tommy's going to be like, "I'm going to take a guess and say it's not supposed to be doing that." Yeah, you and Sophia are just staring at that storm front. What Rogar with a sixteen manages to spot is from part of that storm front that's a little bit over to the uh, southeasterly side, you watch as a host of, best guess from where you are, dragons, bursts out of the storm and are streaking across the sky. There are two massive creatures at the front. One would almost say gargantuan in size, but at this distance it is quite difficult to tell. One of them is red, the other is kind of a... It's like a red, but almost like it's made of fire. And they're followed by a bunch of smaller dragons, almost as if they're fleeing. And Rogar, as you watch for a moment, you see what they're fleeing from. This is probably about six or seven dragons from what you can tell. But what comes out of the storm after them is a host of hundreds and hundreds of winged, large, smaller than the dragons, but definitely, even from this distance, you can tell much bigger than yourself. Bat-like creatures. They have black leathery wings, and as they're in front of the storm, when they're flying, it takes you a moment to realize that they're basically invisible. But as they draw away from the storm onto the yellow light of the sky and start to seemingly attack and go after the dragons, you just notice that these creatures look very similar, if not quite a bit larger, than a creature you once faced down in a mausoleum. A black-winged creature that made no sound and that managed to escape from you all. Yeah, our bad. <laughs> Where's these... Ansia? <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <laughs> but these seem much bigger, and they seem to have no qualms, especially in the numbers they have attacking these quite large and formidable looking dragons even like your knowledge of dragons is more just like a little bit historical none of you have ever faced them and rogar i would say because you're a dragonborn you'd have a fair idea that those ones at the front look like the legends would describe of ancient dragons and yeah. these are just these uh night gaunts as you are aware they're called are just flooding out of the storm after them and seeming to pay no heed to the what you would have otherwise expect danger they'd be in. As you folk as you personally are focusing on them, Rogar, do me one more perception check. It's gonna take um a fifteen or above to catch anything on this, I'll tell you that. Sixteen. Ooh, nice. Another sixteen. You're just just cheating tonight already. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. As you He's kinda... a plus two to his perception. What the fuck? <laughs> He's just straining really hard. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> As you strain your eyes and stare at the uh, the host of night gaunts that are overwhelming the dragons, you notice that some of the dragons look deformed. The ones at the back who have been sort of grabbed and attacked and then released, they their scales, part of them are still red or that sort of flaming, uh, almost like pure fire, but the others are going 
black. You notice very clearly on one of the, what looks like a young adult dragon, one of its wings has gone entirely, almost like wreathed in shadow and darkness, whereas the other one still looks what you'd consider normal. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what you see as those creatures make their way off over the over into the horizon. Right, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he tells any of you that, but that's what he sees. Uh, no, he's going to keep it no, to himself. I'm going to keep it to himself, yeah. <laughs> Dick. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> why, why would I? Why would I tell any of you this? Yeah. You know, to like prepare us and make us aware that potentially there are threats out there that um, seem to be something that even a dragon or multiple dragons can't handle. You know. <laughs> Big well, dragons. You, you know, I, I I think they are these, but I I am not certain. Yeah, and well, what? And why worry us unduly? Exactly. <laughs> he just doesn't want to stress you out. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I, you know when you were captured by that Dow? Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I read a book, and the book didn't say anything. Say it should look like this. Yeah, I was. I was thinking. You know, I was expecting fire. I wasn't expecting eternal blackness. Yeah. yeah. Something about that doesn't seem to add up very well. Voss? Um, Voss, is it supposed to look like this, mate? Uh, you all turn to look at Voss. Voss is like, his mouth is agape, and he's just like staring at that blackened storm front in the distance. Uh, he takes a moment just to even register your questions, like, oh, By the Lord of Flames, what... What the hell's has happened here? No, no, this is not what this is supposed to be like. Okay. Yeah, I thought that. I did think that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did he do a perception? Any chance? Uh, no, he didn't. He was dumbstruck by the fact okay. that this does not look right. <laughs> so, right. Um... Shit's gone black. And, yeah. Plan? So... Ideas? Why are we here exactly? So we, we're supposed to find out what's happened, right? Yeah. Well, I think I, th- I think we can tell something's happened. Uh, is that good enough? Can we go back now? <laughs> yeah, just 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 fuck this, guys. Fuck this noise. Let's go home. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess we should probably find out a bit more about this disturbance. Uh, Voss, mate, any ideas? What we what we're going to do? What we're looking for? Voss looks around and. He looks over towards the mountain range in the distance that seems to cross not too, not like hours and hours away from you guys. You've only got like a two hour time limit, according to what Lauren said about how long she can keep the portal open. This looks about, if you were running, probably about half an hour to get to these mountains in the distance. Voss looks over in that direction and he um, kind of squints a little bit and goes, It seems. The storm front is coming from over there. We we need to find out what's causing this. I say that we head to those head to those mountains and see if we can find the source of this corruption. Why do we want to go towards danger? Yeah, well, we're not we're not gonna we can run away, but it's about it looks about half an hour away, which is cutting things a bit fine. We've, we'll give ourselves a, it'll give ourselves under an hour there if we want to make it back in time for this portal. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't look like we can use the boat either, so... 
How are you? Um, how are you doing in all that armor there, Rogar? Safe to say, guys, it's very, very warm, and uh, it's it's quite funny how worried this this uh, this uh, gentleman over here is. He's uh, he seems pretty pissed off, but you know, it's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. True that. So something's quite serious, evidently. Wow. He thinks it's serious. Yeah, I think he does, mate. Well, I don't think he wants to tell us. Are you going to tell us anything? What do you, you know anything? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm asking. I was like, dude, I know this is serious, and I need you to kind of like focus. Is there you, anything you want to yeah. tell us? <laughs> what, do you, what, 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 do you, what do you think we're dealing with here? I have no idea. This, The last time I came to the plane of fire, it was normal this this is beyond my comprehension we just i don't know what's happening here lord kossoth is supposed to keep this realm safe secure balanced i don't know what has happened here and why he's not stopping this or perhaps he's trying to but the the plane is in complete disarray well, mate, look, Lord Kossoff done fucked up. So, I'm guessing, yeah, we'll, in lieu of anyone else having a better plan, we'll fucking head towards it then, shall we? See what's there and bugger off back home and report back. Oh, yeah. I mean, all we can do is go there. Looks like it's getting a bit tight. We'll fuck back off. Yeah. Um, Rogar's the only one who's actually proficient in religion, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah def- definitely. Uh, <laughs> make me a religion check, Rogar. Well, Sophia checks her sheet. Yeah, no, I am not proficient. No gods or kings, only man. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tommy's philosophy. In- interestingly, you you might you might be aware of one of his um, descendants, but that's by the by. <laughs> to be fair, the man that like now can create. Um, like make himself look like anybody doesn't believe in magic well he didn't now he doesn't really believe in he doesn't really believe in anything at all anymore he doesn't no idea what's going on and he's okay with this <laughs> <laughs> if you're old there rogar yeah sorry oh wow natural 20 what the hell is with your rolling boom i'm having and a good day you with a bonus, that's a twenty-four. Yeah. So all, 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 oh, these no, rolls, a 24. all these rolls are going to be banging, and then we're going to hit some combat, and he's going to be rolling twos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is those... light, lightly, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get those good rolls out the way now. Um, okay, he said the name Kossuth a few times, and with a natural twenty, you didn't have like too much in the way of direct religious schooling. You obviously had a bit from your clan in terms of being brought up, and as you wandered the uh, world, you've picked up bits here and there both in your prior faith and things you've tried to pull together since then you do know the name Kossuth he's known as the Lord of Flames the Fire Lord the Tyrant King he has quite a few titles he's not a god but he is of that kind of tier he's what's known as an elemental primordial the primordials I'll tell you with a natural 20 were almost like basically at war with the gods at one point there was good ones and there's evil ones they're they're a bit like the titans in greek mythology think of it that way okay and kossuth was one of the ones who survived where a lot of other um uh, primordials didn't 
and he is supposed to be the ruler of the Plane of Fire. He's a... Uh, I'll say, because you got a crit as well, he's generally considered like lawful neutral, like he doesn't take too much of a stance one way or the other. He is kind of focused on his particular domain. Shit burning. Okay. There is a little bit of debate over whether he is the original uh, Kossoth, I believe. Like, I think whether there's some debate over the title, but in at least from what you know, the Lord of Flames is the Lord of Flames. He's supposed to rule this land, and with a with your natural twenty, I'll say it's it's also confusing to you how this has been able to happen. Though you are starting to maybe piece a few things together from things you've done. Okay. But we'll get to that. <laughs> He's not going to tell us any of this, is he? Am I going to tell you any of this? Yeah. Um, I might tell you a little bit about, you know, Kossuth and, you know, how he's supposed to be the ruler of this place, you know, since um, Voss keeps mentioning him, just so that you're in the know of who he's talking about and why he's talking about him, you know, and just that, you know, he's kind of supposed to hold all this together and obviously isn't doing. Yeah. So, um, it seems you know like where he's he lives? important. Like, like where his house is. Final Kossuth, yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing look for the biggest house, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, he's, he's too busy, you know, focusing on his war with the Earth Kingdom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... Just need an avatar. Yeah. <laughs> to bring balance. <laughs> Little did you know that's where this campaign was going. <laughs> what, into a shit film? Oh, God, no. There is, we don't, there we don't no, talk there was, about that. There was no There film. was never a film made of Avatar Flow, and if there you say otherwise, there was, there was never a film made. There was, film. There was never a I film. I can hear made. you shouting from the next room. Jesus Good. Christ, dude. <laughs> it's that important. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Anyway, and on that note, back to <coughs> we the quickly pods. move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so the plan you're going to go run towards the mountains and see if you can find the source of just what the hell's going on here. Uh, yep. Okay. Because we don't have a better plan. That, that's yeah, that's fair enough. That's generally, yeah. how this pod goes, <laughs> we walk towards danger. Okay. Because no what one else is that? Okay, so the, there's the mountains, and then there's. In both the north and the south, it almost stretches on endlessly, but as I say, the ground seems ruined in a lot of places where you otherwise would have expected just a normal desert. It's just full of, like, jagged rocks and bits of land that's fallen away, lava that's bursting out. Uh, behind you, basically, where the portal is, if you were to continue going in that direction, Voss would point out that that would be the direction to the City of Brass, but he doesn't know how far away it would be. Oh, has... Wait a minute, Rogar's got a perfect recollection of places that he's been, doesn't he? Don't you, Rogar? Uh, he knows, like, cities and maps and things, if he's been around them, if I remember correctly. Yes, I have uh, never been to the Plane of Fire, so I have absolutely no idea where we are going. Okay. Well, but it seems like fun, so I'm going to come with. Okay, so probably, well, if no one knows how far away the, the city is, we might as well go towards the mountains. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. As you start Solid heading plan. out. Yeah, it's a great plan. As you start heading out, uh, Voss takes the lead, and you start to realize why he offered to come as a guide, because as you're running through, 
a few times he sort of stops you all and then part of the land seems to shift and where there was once cinders and embers there's now just a stream of lava running through the plane seems very unstable and he seems to at least have the basic idea of what's going on and what to keep an eye out for uh, so you're probably all quite grateful for that, especially when you feel the lava as close as it is, and it is goddamn hot. Even Sophia, with her ring of fire resistance, is stood not even, like, that close to it, and it almost feels like it would just melt your face off. I have drawn my sword of cold and <laughs> wafting it in my face. No, it's down your pants. No, I'm not going to stick a sword down my pants. Yeah, that seems yeah. way too dangerous a prospect. Yeah, yeah, little little, little Tommy wouldn't like it. <laughs> so, as all you guys are running, I'm going to kind of be like slowly jogging, <laughs> kind of like Gimli. Yeah, like, you thinking, just, yeah. just 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 a little bit behind everybody, like looks like it's hot in here. <laughs> Yeah, the heat would be what you'd describe as extreme. Uh, Rogar wearing... <laughs> extreme. Yeah. Rogar wearing full plate is definitely already chugging on that water skin. Um, Sophia's actually not doing too bad with her fire resistance ring on. It seems to be keeping you a little bit cool, which is nice. Yeah. Tommy, Solara, <laughs> cool. Handrel are all, like, sweating. Not quite as bad as Rogar, but she's going to start having to down that water sooner rather than later. Okay. Cool. But as you right. keep running, um, you get to a point where part of the land erupts into fire, and then do me. Who's who's leading apart from Voss? Is someone else up front? What's your marching order? Well, I guess because I'm not as hot as everybody else, I probably keep up a bit pro better. Pro probably will be you, and then kind of the rest of us, and then Rogar like lagging behind. I think a bit. Yeah. It would make logical sense. Okay. Yep. So, Sophia, hit me with a perception check. Come on, Sophia. 18. You 18? perceive shit. Yeah. <laughs> you do perceive shit. What, <laughs> what you perceive is the sight of numerous little... Hard to describe this. Not quite burrowing, but you can see like the tops of scales slithering through the ash towards you, uh, towards where your group's coming. You're not quite certain if they're running away from something as quickly as they can, but they're definitely heading directly for you. Shit, guys, there's something in the ash. Anyone else? Um, Boss, do you know what? Are you seeing this? Can we, can we take a look to see if we can see it as well? Uh, Which you Sophia points out to us. Well, basically what I'm asking is, Sophia, you spotted them. What are you doing? Oh, shit. You're going to make me roll initiative or something stupid, aren't you? Are you getting to do something before you roll initiative? Are you going to pop a cap in them? Well, pop an arrow in them? Or are we going to try and hail them? Do they look... Um, do, can you, what, what, what can you see of them? Is it Was it just like... How far away did you say? Just something scuttling towards you. It looks almost like a... If you describe it like anything, you would say it almost looks snake-like. Okay. And how far? At the moment, they're about 40 feet from you and closing. Oh, shit. So they're pretty close. Yeah, they are going hell for leather to get away from whatever they're right, trying to get yeah, away so from. Yeah, so I attack. If, if, if they, they're, going, they're trying to get away from something. They're trying to get oh, away no, from I, yeah, collapsing ready. land and explosions and various things. I don't okay. know if they're going to be friendly. Hostile. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I read, at least ready my bow. 
and tell as well as tell everybody else should we should we, should we re- ready in action to attack yeah would you do that yeah i'm gonna do that you're ready in action to attack if yes. they the, the rest seem aggressive don't. if they seem aggressive yeah okay as they get to within about 30 feet of you maybe a little less they start bursting out of the sand and the say sand the uh, ash and the one closest to you you notice though the top of its head was still kind of red and what you would look like in almost an elemental flame of it. Parts of its scales and sides of its body are covered in this, like, blackened decay. Um, but it isn't actually rotting any of it away. It looks like it should be. It's almost like a infection that's gone horribly wrong. And they are definitely looking aggressive, so if you want to take a shot, your held yes. action at the first one, take that shot. Yay! Because um, I held it, could I do it with advantage? No, you're getting a shot. Okay. 25 and 6. 25 and 6. 25 definitely hits and is not enough to kill it, but you watch as you pull out Zan's resolve and as you put the as you put the arrow into it, it flares with this like white radiance and you let loose the shot and it just cracks into the side of this creature, tearing into it. And I just need to check something very quickly. It's going to bite me in the ass, isn't it? It may bite you in the ass. No. Um, Literally. Yep, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah, you take off like chunks of its body. As you can see it now in full, it is basically a fire snake. It's nice. long, serpentine. If it was stood like end to end, it's probably about the size of a large human, but like coiled up, it's about half your height. And. There's a bunch of them now, all bursting out of the ground. So, in a moment, y'all gonna have to roll initiative. Of course, we are. <laughs> in a moment, not quite. Well, I'm just gonna reveal the map to you all now. Oh joy! That worked. Uh, not yet. Oh. Waiting for it. Yep. Yeah. There is Hey, there's some fire snakes. There are indeed fire snakes. There's also lots of there, fire and lava. There, and is, there is a lot of fire and lava. It doesn't look like a nice place. No. Hey, I would, where's I, I, I would give this place a low TripAdvisor rating. <laughs> the one... <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, the one closest to you, Sophia, is the one that you shot. Voss uh, is very much a non-combatant. He is here to what? guide you and figure out what's going the on. fuck? <laughs> I must not kill the creatures of the fire. What Fucking a wicked druids. piece of shit. Hey, you already have two NPC helpers. Uh, Do some work well, yourselves. Lazy Fucking players. druids, man. Uh, you they must have save rolled the a... fires. Because <laughs> there's no trees in this plane. Right. Well, they've rolled a 12 for their initiative, so fun times. I rolled and a roll. Oh, I need to roll. Yeah. Sorry. My brain not going. Oh, I need to click on my token. 22! Uh, 15. Not bad, not bad. Wow, 22. So, our order. We have Sophia, Solara, Tommy, the Fire Snakes, Rogar, and Handrel at the back. Okay then, so Sophia, you got the jump on them and it's now your turn. What are you doing? Alright, I shoot this. Ooh. Shoot the same one again, the one that I just hit. Just said that twice. My bad. It's alright, we can edit one out in post. <laughs> <laughs> so 
18 and 6. Wow. Wow, you're rolling really bad for damage, but you're rolling well enough to hit it. So that's always yes. good. Yes. So mm -hmm. yeah, you quickly notch another arrow, and again, this burst of radiant light shoots out from your bow, cracks into this creature, and just tears more of its flesh away. It seems to still be barreling towards you, almost as... You don't know whether it's scared for its life, or possessed, or what, but that pulsating darkness on its body almost literally is pulsating, like throbbing and pumping, like blackened just horribleness into its flesh and it's still alive right i'll hit it again yeah because yep. i will attack yay 27 yeah with eight damage but better than six yep and it is still standing oh my god it's not standing though is it, it hasn't got legs yeah kind of coiled <laughs> Okay. Slithering. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to be pedantic. Be, um, ped pedanting the DM is like, oh, and he suddenly gained some more hit points. <laughs> How strange. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. That, that's it. Because I... It's, yeah. <laughs> seems like he reacted to your pedanticness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny how things like that can happen, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Solara, you're up next. What's she going to do? What's she going to do? Uh, what is kill she something. Gonna do? She's going to attempt to kill something. Unfortunately, she has a lot of fire spells, which isn't great. <laughs> she does, however, have Ice Knife, which might prove useful. And she also... Let me just check. But, uh, ice, interesting. Ice baby. Do, 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 do. She is going to... Actually, she'll save her meta magic points for now. Never know what those things are up ahead. She's going to cast Ice Knife on... Uh, it's... Ooh, these are all like a little bit too spread out for Ice Knife to be great, though. She's going to try shoot the one at the back. And see how well she does. Very bottom? Yeah. Well, um, just so right I of that one. Yeah, so I'm, I, I, I just realised one was hidden by the turn order thing, so we've got five facing at the, us at the moment, yeah. haven't we? You do indeed. Oh. Uh, with a 15, she flings the icy dagger towards the one at the back, and you watch as the frost covers this creature quickly and actually shatters parts of it. It lets out like a little howling, hissing scream, as it seems to take uh, quite a bit of damage from that. Unfortunately, as the ice knife explodes, there's no one close enough to also get hit by it. But uh, she deals 16 points of damage to it. Ooh. Nice. Nice. Uh, it is not dead, however. But it is in a lot of pain. And she's going to reposition back here a little bit. So try to stay as far away as possible. Tommy! Right, well, Tommy's seen how well that um, ice knife did against the um, the one down below. So he's going to, instead of in lieu of his, his usual tactic of pulling out his guns and blasting, he's actually already got his sword out. You do, because he's been using it to cool himself down. So he's also going to draw his um, short sword in his other hand and charge at this one here. Okay. Remind me, it's a short sword plus one, right? It is a short sword plus one. Yeah. So I've got elements of wrath, which is currently doing. Um, is a short is a short sword plus one that does um, currently cold damage and a regular short sword plus one. Okay. So for this first attack, he's going to use elements of wrath and twenty five and twelve. 
25 and 12. You successfully slash into this creature, dealing a dramatic amount of damage. Actually, enough to fell it in a single swing as your icy blade of Element's Wrath just carves through it. You watch as its skin like cracks and shatters away. But as you do so, you watch the blackness react and almost send out the shimmer of corrupted energy. And you take... Oh, dear. You take... Uh, fine. Seven points of psychic damage, halved because of your mask. Cool, but so, not cool. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But this one is dead. Cool. Um, that was that was that was pretty sweet. Uh, I still well, I still have another attack, but I'm too far away now to run to the other one. Uh, I've already taken my action to attack, mm. so I can't sheath and draw a pistol either. Um. Mm. Move. You can't move again, can you? I can move. I well, I moved five, ten, fifteen, twenty. I can move like ten feet down some, some back to here, mm-hmm. uh, which puts me in a better position. Uh, I don't really have anything else bonus action wise. I can really do that. I can think of. Uh, next to me. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna stop there. I think. Um, I've 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 done what I needed to do. I killed one in a turn. It was pretty good. I don't want to come too close to the rest of them because I also took some damage. So, so it was it was it was seven damaged half. What wasn't it? Yeah. So, but rounding up. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I know traditionally D and D you round down, but it's more fun if everyone rounds up. <laughs> as long as you round True. up uh, on the enemies we're fighting as well, then exactly. It's fine. Uh, that's the thing. It doesn't matter that much as long as it's across the board. Yeah. Cool. And is that your turn then? Unfortunately, yeah, I think that is my turn. I could take a potion, but it kind of seems redundant. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Fire snake turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the first one comes rushing towards Sophia, since it she shot it in the face three times, yeah. and attempts to bite you. Sadly, with a six, horribly misses. The yeah. lamest of bites. Yeah, as it lunges through with its jaws, you dodge out of the way, but it spins quickly and tries to smack you with its tail. And a 14? Uh, what is my AC? Without More my... Than, without your shield out, what is one less than... It, two oh, I thought it was two. two. So I've still got 16. I've still got an AC of 16. Yeah? So, yeah, doesn't... doesn't yeah, no, yeah. no, sorry. Yes, so, sadly, it misses. Third times. Well, the you next, can say that. Yeah. The next one's going to go rushing up towards Handrel and take a bite at him. Ooh. With a 21. Ooh. Ouch. He takes three points of piercing damage and six points of fire damage, so nine total. Ow. Yeah. Poor Handrel. It's him a little bit of chunk away. And the creature that tries to swing around with his tail as well with a 16 also hits. Oh. Jesus. For three points of bludgeoning and three points of fire, so six more. That's not great for Handrel. Man's not built to take damage. No, he is not. And this one, I think, is a little bit far away to do... Oh, no, he can just get there. He's going to rush towards Tommy as the easiest opponent to get to. Take a bite. 
uh, miss horribly as it kind of slithers up to you and tries to lunge at your feet from the ground, but you kind of just dance out of the way of it pretty easily. And with a 16 for the tail, I think that also misses. It does, yeah. And tries to trip you up, but uh, no dice. Bring on your wriggly little shit. And then the last one is unfortunately too far away to do much, so it is just going to rush straight up and join its uh, friends in attempting to surround Sophia. Rogar! Uh, hmm. Quite an interesting little fight, this. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to flank the one that's currently attacking my buddy Handrel. Okay. And I'll take a swing at it with a Nathamur. Go for it. Boom. Nice. <sighs> nice. You critted that bitch. I did. And oh. I can... Can I re-roll for damage? Uh, you, you can re-roll one of those dice because you rolled a five and a one. Yes. So 1d8 is, isn't it? Uh, I yep. believe so, yep. No, it's 1d6. Oh, sorry. I'll roll the 6. Counts up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You rolled an 8 for the 1d8 and rolled a 2 for the 1d6. Yeah. Are Never you mind. putting a divine smite onto it as well? Uh, yeah, why not? Uh, just let me double check what that is. <laughs> you, you may have already killed it before you even put a divine smite on it, but, you know. I'm not sure Cookson would have said if he was going to put a... Yeah. He's tricksy, that Cookson. Yeah, he is. I mean, yeah, I mean... So uh, it's 2d8. So an additional four points of radiant damage. My apologies. I did that twice. Yeah, <laughs> so you burn a spell slot and you watch as you channel this radiant energy into anathema. You've done it quite a few times now, and <coughs> this is the first time you've really paid attention properly as you've attacked. You watch as on anathema a number of small mouths open up and rip into the flesh of the fire snake, seemingly spurred on by your divine smite. And as it happens, for a moment you feel a little rush of elation. However, you then feel a wave of energy ricochet back onto you and you take one point of psychic damage. One point. The creature is dead. I mean, one point. Because it's a dice roll, and dice rolls have ones on them. Damn, it. <laughs> Damn your logic. <laughs> I like uh, one to be a thing, though. Ones, ones are nice, yeah. and they're against you. And, Rogar, you still have some movement left and a secondary attack. Uh, yeah, so I'll flank this one. This attack is here. And I'll take another swing. Yay! Swing. Just to help out. Swing. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) And yeah, with a 27 to hit, you deal 17 points of bludgeoning damage to the creature. Unfortunately for you... I take psychic damage. Yeah, do indeed. Well, being a DM's fun. (laughs) However, you are ridiculously fucking lucky, and I rolled a one again, so you take one point of psychic damage. God damn it! Yes! <sighs> I only yes! killed one, and I took four points. I know, right? That's because I'm resistant to it. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, um, as you crash anathema into it, this time it's not enough to completely flatten the creature, but you smash some of its scales away. Its blood is almost like liquid magma that's running down the side, but that corruption just sort of pulses back in response, and you feel this, like, just almost like a stab of, like, a nail into your brain. And, yeah, one point of psychic damage. It's like, ah, fucking twat. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Andrel, where are you going to go? He, ooh. he was going to try flank with Tommy, but that is dangerously close to a sea of lava, so that's probably not a good idea. Watching... I feel you, Handrel. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Handrel, after watching this a few times with you guys attacking it in melee and then suddenly grabbing your heads in pain, he's going to play it a little cautiously. He's going to move over this side, and he's going to Eldritch Blast. I think that's the wise move. Potentially. Let's find out. And with a 19 dealing 3 force damage. That is not quite enough to finish the creature, but it does... He sends out this little tendril of energy that just crashes into it and almost knocks it to the ground. But it kind of rears back up on its coils and just snarls at him. But it's, uh, yeah, it's still standing just about. That is Andrew's turn. There's not much else he can do. Sophia. What did Solara do? She shot an ice knife, killed one of them. Oh, yes, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Straight after you, she was pretty early on in the yes, turn. Yes, so. I was all right. Well, almost I'm very one tired. Of them. I'm very, very tired. <laughs> um, so, that thing's pretty close to me. I can move away, but then attack of opportunity. Unless you choose yeah. to disengage you... as an action. But then that's your action. Yeah. But then I'd have to drop my bow. If you want to get your sword out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a catch-22, all right? All right, fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What happened if I did shoot it with my arrow? You can't you shoot Disadvantage. Oh, can you, can you shoot something actually in base-to-base with you? I believe but you can, yes. So it's just done with disadvantage. Fair. Not wasting an action. But you've also you you would have advantage technically if you're flanking it, so wouldn't it just be a normal shot? Ah. It would indeed if you fight if you shoot at the one. That's yes. Okay. Yeah. Flanking with that's Rogar. Being... Yeah. Sounds good. Let me do that. Cheers, Rogar. You're welcome. Hey, I told you. Uh, <laughs> Tommy you shouted across. He's you like... haven't got my back, have you? I I was I was coming over to have it. Twenty-eight <laughs> uh, and seven radiant damage. That is enough to slay the creature. And guess uh, what you take? Uh, two. You, you're actually right. You took two. <laughs> two points of psychic damage. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> just to rub it in. Yeah. Boop, boop. And your next attack? Um, A shot with disadvantage at the other one, maybe? Yeah. Although, you're, not, you're not engaged anymore, so you could just shoot at the one that's... She still yeah, is engaged. But- Oh no, he's, he's corner, isn't he? Corner to corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah but if I shoot at the one that's corner to corner with You're still Tommy, in melee, though. Okay, right. So I might as well shoot the one that's next to me then. Yeah. Sorry, right, Tommy. You suck. Uh, no so worries. This one is with disadvantage, though. <sighs> yeah, okay. 23 and 10. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're all annoyingly high. Your but... face rolls annoyingly high. But this is why I give you enemies that when you kill... Don't you? Take four points yeah. of psychic damage. Oh, what? That died as well? Damn it! 
<laughs> he gave you the old spicy keychain back. <laughs> Chain. Yeah. Don't don't, don't don't ask. <laughs> Is it something that's not safe to Google either? It's, it's safe to Google. It just doesn't make a lot of sense unless okay. you can be bothered to find out. <laughs> Just, just, okay, it's just, just memes, yeah. man. Okay. Some of our listeners may have got that. Other ones might think I'm just slightly losing my mind. So whatever. Possibly. Or both. Oh, yeah, probably both. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm done. Solara. Indeed. She is going to stay where she is, actually, because she's going to cast a cantrip on the one that's left, and it's going to be Frostbite. Mm. Is going to, he would lose his fingers if he had any. Actually, I need to check something quickly because she leveled up and I think this damage is wrong. Yeah, it should be 2d6. Sorry, I'm going to reroll that. So the fire snake needs to take a dc16 constitution saving throw or take seven frost damage. What are you going to do, punk? Okay. Actually, on half damage, does it just do damage anyway? Nope, has to has to fail. Okay, that might give you a hint of how low health this thing's on. Yeah. Uh, con save. Oh, he fails miserably with an eight. Does he die? He does indeed die. Okay. As Solara gathers this icy energy in her hand, just sort of focuses it on the creature and you watch as like little sparks of frost and snow that even in this fiery plane seem to hold, hold together with magic start just raining over this creature and yeah it shatters as a little frozen statue with what little health it had left plop cool awesome and ah. that's them dead yeah so yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> she 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 she's my weapons and I'm gonna I'm gonna give one like a sort of uh, you know exploratory kick to the head <laughs> to see if it seems like something we could like loot or maybe skin. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I might you know, I'm wondering if I could keep a head. Well, I'll tell you this: it will take time to attempt to skin them, but you can try get something from them if you want. First things first, though, Voss is going to come up and start saying a few words of the healing variety, and I will say, Sophia, you regain six hit points, and Handrel regains three. Sadly, a slightly low roll there, but yeah, I see. Helpful, at least. I'm better for health. Combatant. Sadly, uh, fuck that's... you very much, Tivas. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly for you guys, that were the two uses of healing word he has. So, uh... okay. Yeah. Oh. He wants yeah. some of Sophia, though. To be fair. <laughs> Bam, chicka, wow, wow. What is it about you and NPC, Sophia? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to get it into Cookson's head that he needs to make a porno. All right. <laughs> I think that would. I, th- I think. I think whilst whilst it's a great joke, that would be really awkward for all involved. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, Sophia does does seem to um spread for any healers that come anywhere near. So, Dear me, <laughs> it it it, it pre- seems to be the case. Prove us wrong. Get a bit of Tommy in your life. <laughs> 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 just pimping yourself. Oh, you're such a twat. Everybody loves Tom. 
So, uh, so is one of you stopping to try skin the creatures or get something from them with a survival check? Is that the plan? No, no. I, I, I'm not bothering. I'm thinking we're going to have to, you know, we've got a short period of time. Let's get on and let's get out of here. Yeah, that's true. I've just been playing too much Red Dead recently, so I kind of want to skip anything <laughs> I kill. Have to skin absolutely everything. <laughs> absolutely everything. Actually, are they perfect pelts? Well, you'll never know. Ah, fuck it. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you continue onwards. As you do, as you kind of continue towards the mountains, you watch as part of the land behind you starts to get covered from these erupting black they're almost like vines as in they sort of grow out like almost like quickened plant growth but they seem to dig into the sand and almost claim the fire stake corpses and drag them down underneath the uh underneath the ashes you watch as those vines start to spread out across the lakes of magma as well that was fucking horrifying (laughs) what was that God knows. Looks well. God's no. Looks fucking awful, though. Is that usual, boss? I'm going to say it's still fucking hot in here. Let's move. Okay. <laughs> all Take right. Take off all your clothes. <laughs> Absolutely not, woman. You must be insane. <laughs> She's insatiable, is what she is. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe ain't got enough back for Rogar. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, tail? Literally. Yeah, Rogar's always chasing tail. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Right, so you continue running at a quick pace, I take it. Yes. Well, as quick as Rogar can manage, anyway, in his box. Yeah, exactly. Rogar with a very sweaty jog. Yeah, so you guys just start pelting across the uh, cinder waste. Um, that, those black clouds ahead slowly getting closer as you draw towards what you seem to think is the best destination to check out. As I say, it only takes about half an hour to arrive as you grow close to the mountains. And again, I presume Sophia is leading the front? With yes. Voss helping to avoid lava just bursting yeah. out of the ground. He's you also just a guide, isn't he? He's just bloody useless oh except he healed me yay sorry yeah how quick we forget yeah i know as you me fucking you are uh, still care like evil today you might just shoot him i might yeah. um <laughs> see how that goes. yeah as as you get close to the mountains uh sophia do me a perception okay perceive the fuck out of something sophia what do your human eyes ten. see? Shit. Uh, ten. You notice a large, best guess creature, seemingly made entirely out of fire. But you watch... So this thing is almost like a billowing cloud of flame, but on the ground, like, walking around. You see... It seems to be moving about erratically, and you watch as the flame that you would have expected to be like just a bright orange and red and little bits of yellow occasionally seems to flicker to blacks and blues and greens and then flickers back and then this creature seems to erratically kind of like 
walk back and forward, almost like it's lost and confused. But it is in the most direct path for you guys getting to the edge of the mountains. You are enough distance away. What do you choose to do? It has not spotted you yet. Could I... I try to identify it? Um, it might be in my book at all, no? I'll give you an arcana check. Oh, uh, okay. I thought maybe it was a nature check, but no. No. Three. Okay. <laughs> you have fire no mind. idea. <laughs> Actually, with a three, why is that bonfire moving? <laughs> um... Just just shout flamey-o, Hotman, at him. We'll see if he says. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Too many. Oh, I need to watch it all over again. Right, um, so, yeah. Well, we, we, we well, it looks like we've got a couple of choices. We could try and sneak around it, if that seems like something we could possibly do. Uh, we could try and smack it down. Um, or we could try and converse with it and see if it can speak any of the languages we can speak between us we can speak quite a lot of languages that's very true so you never know um does Voss have any idea what this is yeah you i presume you go back and start describing what you saw yes um Voss kind of that sounds like a fire elemental but i don't know why it's flames would be changing color distressed maybe I mean, those 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 fire snakes thought like they were pretty fucked. Perhaps I've I've never seen anything like what had happened to those poor creatures. Poor creatures. You're just lucky they didn't attack you. Perhaps, but clearly something was affecting them. Can we can we speak to this fire elemental? Would you think it wise? Um. Or would it speak? They, they can communicate, but they're not the most intelligent of creatures. Um, uh, Solara waves her hand and goes, I can speak primordial. Hi. I can speak hey, to hey, like Solara. all uh, elementals. All of them. Do you like talking to elementals? You got a lot of experience? I have never spoken to one before, but I have read a lot of books. Cool. It's weird how they all speak the same language. No, they don't. Fire elementals speak Ignean. Jesus Christ. Water speak Aquan. You know, they've all got their own little languages, but uh, Primordial is like a key language. You can speak all of them if you know that. Okay. And I know that because I'm a storm sorcerer. And she like makes little sparks go in her hands like, ooh, sparks. So it's a kind of bit like English then? Ah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I haven't learned a different language. Um, Sorry to all our foreign pod listeners, we are all ignorant English people. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, (laughs) With barely passing grades in modern foreign languages. So, in your... Like, in your... Estimation, would it be a good idea to talk to this thing, or should we just shoot it? Um, I mean, it's hard to tell. Uh, they're generally, um, like, they're not, like, evil creatures. They won't always just attack you on sight, but, 
uh, I probably have to be pretty damn convincing to make it not attack us, especially if it sounded like it was distressed or something. Right, okay, we're going to skirt around this fucker. We don't have time for this shit. Well, do we have time to skirt around it? Well, not not skirt around, but kind of sneak past. Do you reckon that's going to work? No guy doesn't sneak. Oh fuck! Should we 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 but Vega has absolutely zero intention of sneaking and will probably stand there and laugh at it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sorry, true. I really Vega's... wish you weren't insane anymore, dude. It's getting very vexing. <laughs> but but, 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 but Rogar is nothing if not honest. Yeah. No, no, no. He isn't honest. He did not tell us anything about those clouds. He he doesn't well, yeah, true. <laughs> I'm honest about my actions, not sometimes. necessarily what I see. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes when you fuck off places and don't tell us about them. But you know what? I, I don't care. <laughs> sometimes you pretend to be wanking. You know. Some sometimes years and pretends not. To. <laughs> <laughs> you never quite know. Yeah. Sometimes that's just his tail. Other other times he is pleased to see. While, oh, while, while all this is going on and they're kind of berating me, I'm like looking over at Slara like go go now go go yeah <laughs> man's Did getting you... hot yeah man's not hot <laughs> <laughs> never hot <laughs> so y'all are staying far back and Slara's going up there by herself that's the plan oh no I'm skipping with her this, oh you're gonna uh, come with her uh, well, I'm, is so I'm, going I'm readying an action uh yeah actually yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna draw the guns and i'm gonna ready an action to shoot it yeah. at the moment you're a good like 70 feet away from it like to try not uh, okay. alert it so well, it's let's, up to you guys I'll, I'll, i'm gonna 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 let them saunter off up ahead and we'll move up so we're kind of 20 feet back you reckon something like that so maybe maybe 30 35 40 feet back far enough back that we can see it and we can get a shot on it but like not not so that we're obviously intimidating it 30, be- th- uh, 30 feet back from the creature or back from Solara? Back from Solara. So Solara will be our, like, I guess, within like 10, 20 feet of it. So we're still within shooting distance, but we're... Does that make sense? I mean, I'm... I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're yeah. saying there's the thing, there's me and Solara, and then, and then there's you guys. Then we're, we're, we're kind of 30 feet back, so we're close enough to intervene if it charges you. But... Yeah, yeah. If we want to. If we, yeah. Um, you know, we, we're close enough to get a shot off if needed, and then we're going to be preparing for a fight in case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yeah, cool. Okay. Right. Um, Solara approaches with Rogar in tow. <laughs> this fiery, confused angry elemental being that is flickering back and forth between shades of flame um rogar you uh, can you understand all languages or can't you you have comprehend languages as like at will yeah yeah it's like an at will i can comprehend what he's saying but can i i'm not 100 sure i can speak it you can't speak it i think it's just comprehend it yes yeah 
So as Solara approaches, she starts speaking in a language that you know isn't common, but you do start to understand what she's saying. She's speaking Ignean to the creature. Um, as she's approaching, she starts going, Ah, uh, hi, fire guy. Um, <laughs> what seems to be the problem? And she's going to roll persuasion. Oh, dear God. She, she kind of went Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. That's that's Igneo. Oh, wow. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> nice. Let a good charisma character go and do talking. Yeah. <laughs> With a 25 in persuasion, the fire elemental billows up and you see all this, like, twisted smoke and ash start to flow off it and it looks at the pair of you and... It seems to, as I say, keep flickering back and forth, but it tilts lower towards Solara. You think see this thing now is a good, like, 14, 15 feet tall. It is huge. Uh, well, large in terms of uh, D&D class sizes. And it does seem to listen to what Solara says, and it responds, All pain. All pain. Realm is pain. Life is pain. I cannot. And it starts flickering back and forth again. Solara is going to go. We've got, we've got ourselves an emo fire elemental. <laughs> A little bit. Life is pain. I was going to say, at this point, Rogar's going to spank Solara's ass and say, that was some good talking. Actually spank it, not just tap it. You're actually going to whack it. Oh, I'm gonna give her a, not not like whack it to her like, but you know, give her you know a, go a, a team. fair old you know a, a, yeah, a, go team yeah yeah a, a meaty <laughs> a meaty slap to her rump. Uh. Do, do you do you grasp at all, or do you is it like a more of a an, a flat? No, palm? it is it is it is a flat palm. It is a genuine go team. You're doing a good job. Okay, okay, just just double checking the you know the sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she nods you like, ah, uh, thank you. Um, then she turns back to the fire elemental. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Rogar, do, do expect a visit from um, D&D HR soon. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, she turns back to the fire elemental and goes, um, what's happening? How, how can we, how can, how can we, like, help? What's, what's going on here? He goes, look, the dark devours everything. Nothing left. And you watch as most of it, the flames start to turn black and green. Almost half of its body completely gone. And we're going to have to roll initiative. Oh, well. You don't have to. It was, it's worth a try with a 25. I mean. She got the information out of it. Yeah. yeah. It's. That you wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah. True that. 17. Uh, that's a 14 from Tommy. 20. Yeah, Ruga. Well, you are Woo! up there. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, go up the map a little bit. Oh, sorry. Down in the bottom right-hand corner of the map for you guys, you will see uh, yes. where we are. Oh. Uh, indeed. And what's Solara's initiative? Not great. 
on the back foot a little bit. Yeah, with a 12 as this thing rears up and starts to barrel towards her. And Handrel with a 10, also not great. And my corrupted fire elemental. Can I ask a quick D&D geeky kind of thing? You can, that's why we're here. So, you know how Voss isn't like in the initiative order? Mm -hmm. Can he still be attacked? Um, for the sake of this, he is basically hiding at the back. If you all die, he's going to die. <laughs> okay, yeah, just double-checking, because I was like, how does that work? Because we, we don't normally have NPCs that don't help us. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's, he's, he's a non-combatant yeah, you know you NPC, yeah. Yeah. basically. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, he's like one of them that you're having a video game that you have to walk and wait yeah. for. Yeah. This, oh. is an, this, this is an escort mission, guys. Oh, <laughs> no. No. As, so, as, long as, the, as long as the creatures don't like go straight for him like they always do in every escort mission. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> he's got to escort the fucking kid out of the mine and everything's trying to kill him. <laughs> so, um, Rogar, roll me a d20. I was going to see if you or the fire elemental goes first. Go on, Rogar. I got a six, so I will say you go first in initiative order. Uh, what do you do? This creature is about to start rushing towards you. Um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to... Yeah, screw it. Uh, I will cast Shield of Faith on Solara. Okay. Uh, as my bonus action. And then I'm going to leap in front of her and attack it with Anathema. Okay, do the leaping. He's trying to make up for that butt slap. <laughs> yeah, she does have really bad AC. Yeah, she does. She does. So are you moving to attack? Yeah. There you go. So you rush up to the elemental maul in hand and take a nasty swing with a 21 and do indeed hit the creature. And it takes 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Luckily for you, magical bludgeoning damage. Whoop, whoop. Found um, that police. And okay. Yeah, and I'll uh, take my second attack and take another big swing over 27 and 14. Ooh, 27 does indeed hit. So you just go wading into this creature, swinging back and forth, and you take another 14 points of its health away. You see, like, just bits of flame, like, just tear away from it and disappear. Uh, get the impression Anathabin's not having much of a meal, but it's definitely tearing this creature apart. Oh, yeah. Please uh, don't you... make um, Rogar go hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like him when he's hungry. No. So you cast, You said you cast Shield of Faith as a bonus action? Yes, yeah. Okay, and that's what, plus two AC for Solara? Plus two AC for Solara, yeah. Okay. It is now the Fire Elemental's turn. And first off, it just billows up with all this like fire and rage it is literally just a creature made out of flame but now half of its body has got this like blackened and green flames and it reaches out towards you with that hand that's just covered in this almost diseased looking fire and with a 14 does not hit yay it would have hit before wouldn't it no no okay good. he has very high ac no she oh no it's attacking him oh it's attacking me yeah oh sorry so, 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 so. yeah, yeah. misheard as it misses with that, it goes out to reach with the other hand. And with an 18? Still misses. Still misses, yeah. Bastard plate wearers. 
<laughs> That's why he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you steal yourself against the fire, and yes, it is extremely hot, but the flames just sort of rebound against your plate armor and can't find much purchase. The creature then decides to charge forward and with its fiery form consumes both of you in writhing black and orange flames and both of you catch fire and you both take six points of psychic damage as these flames seem to cover your flesh and though don't burn as hot as you expect seem to tear at your very sanity I have no sanity anyway. Woo! Just don't Why's take the damage. Bloody yes, psychic of damage. Because I'm, I'm resistant to it. That's why. <laughs> if it was fire damage, I have some resistance to fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> it. yep. It's because they're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. Uh, yes, I wonder why. Fire, yeah. I am crazy. Well, so are these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> hey, hey, nobody's blaming me. <laughs> uh, not yet. Cuts <laughs> only because we don't know we should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and actually, uh, Rogar, you hit it twice, didn't you? Yes. Take more damage, damage. You take an additional 17 points of psychic damage. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I rolled an 8 on the first one and a 9 on the second one. <laughs> Ouch. Why did you get two rolls? Because you hit it twice. Twice. Oh, don't. That hurt a lot. Yeah. You only got yourself to blame, mate. <laughs> only got myself to blame for trying to save someone's life. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Rogar's a bit salty because he's literally in an oven. <laughs> yep. Wrapped in foil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go on, Sophia, your turn now. Okay, so I'm going to attack it. Do some cold damage to this bitch. I don't have anything that has cold damage. Do I? <laughs> Wait a minute, let me just... I don't think you do, no. No. No, no I do not. Um, instead, I, if I, unless I want to use my mark of... But I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? Well, you did. You can. My brand, basically. You definitely can't do that anymore. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I can't. Uh... But I might be succumbing if I do do it so so I'm not gonna because mm. I'm uh, mean like that so let me just double check something click 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 um, boom click click <laughs> boom <laughs> <laughs> god you guys are dickheads yep it's just trying to find out what harmonized it again and I don't it's know it's protection from good it. and evil that's it isn't it yep yeah Soz. I was trying to find where I wrote that down. I can't find it. So that that spell is fucking pointless. At this moment, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, I just attack it then. Fuck it. Pew pew. pew it's pew, very pew. good when you're being attacked. Yeah. yeah. Um. Like by anything. By anything that's not a damn neutral. <laughs> Everything. Well. So if Rogar attacked me right now. Funnily enough, protection from good and evil does work against elementals. Does it really? Yeah. Are they technically evil then? 
No, they're neutral, but it's basically good and evil in a more metaphysical construct of the planes. Okay. So, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiend, and undead. So it'd be handy if you get attacked. Yeah. Like now? Well, yeah, except you're kind of far away at the moment. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, how long does it last? Uh, check. I think it's 10 yeah, minutes so- or a minute. Oh. I'm not quite sure. Uh, concentration for up to 10 minutes. It takes an action. Touch creature has protection against aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead for the duration. Those creatures have disadvantage on attack rolls against the target. The target cannot be charmed, possessed, or frightened by those creature types. Okay. So maybe not now. Uh, it might be handy at some point in here. Yeah. Yes. So it I'll re-listen will. to this pod and write down everything Cookson just said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in no. the player's handbook that I'm pretty certain Matt has. You can just copy-paste it from there. Yeah, you could do that. It's a lot less effort. Yeah. You're a lot less effort. I am, right. and everything take I shot. do is. Yeah, I thought I did. Nope. Oh, fuck's sake, sorry. It's all right. 26 uh, and 9. 26. 26 is enough to hit, and 9 points of radiant damage crash into this elemental creature. Careful not to hit the two people who are currently inside of this creature. Yeah, I was very careful. And yeah, well, it's still standing. Um, I'm worried that I'm going to get damage, but yeah, I'm not next to it. <laughs> Psychic damage might. Yeah, twelve and thirteen for my next attack. Twelve is a miss. Mm. Well, you you could you could use something else to. Be the right reroll that twelve, or you don't have any luck, but you can add no. superiority dice. I could add a d eight. Yeah, or or you or you can just do your use your um class ability to um have an action surge and have another action take another mm-hmm. shot. Mm, let me roll a d eight because it's really easy to do now. Yeah. For sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen is enough to hit. It takes a further thirteen points of damage. Ooh, you watch as more of the flames of this creature just get torn away as these bright golden bolts of radiant damage just tear into it. For a moment you see uh Rogar and Solara reappear and then the flames consume them again. And Tommy, you're up. Ooh, right. Now I could try and take a pop with my pistol um, and I'll probably do a little bit of damage but not as much as if I wade into combat but if I wade I into combat I didn't get damaged you know what I mean I didn't yeah, get true so. but if I if I wade into combat I can use my ice sword and do fuckloads more damage to it yeah that's true so at the risk of well the, the guarantee of taking at least some damage mm. but you know, I've I've just seen two of my friends effectively get engulfed in fire. Don't really know what's going on, and kind of this this throbbing in my back of the back of my head really makes me want to kill stuff. So, so self-preservation um, then. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've I've basically got like a Marilyn Manson song, like just jamming in the back of my brain, <laughs> just trying to make me want to kill stuff. So uh, Tommy is gonna run up. I guess I'm not flanking technically because those two are inside it. This is true. Okay, so Tommy's going to run up to here and he's going to take a swing, well, take a stab 
straightforward with Elements Wrath. Okay, with a it. 17. 17 is enough to hit. And yeah, you do 12 points of cold damage, which doesn't seem to have quite as dramatic effect as it did on the lesser creatures. Uh, okay. And That's a shame. It is a shame. And you take, well, what would have been 10 points of psychic damage, you take 5 with your mask. Lucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then that's, the, that's the other reason that I'm not so worried about barreling in. Hmm. Um, so How much do you get to roll, Cookson, every it, time it gets attacked? D10. Yeah. Oh, I just one D10, was so it? He, mm -hmm. he, yeah, he hit me with full power. So um, with my second attack, I'm going to draw Elements Wrath back, and I'm going to stab forward again. Okay. Uh, with a 20. 20 hits. And he takes a further nine points of cold damage. And I take. <laughs> uh, you nine take. Point. <laughs> yeah. uh, you take two points of psyching. That's the haft because it did three. Okay. Cool. And you are slashing into this thing, watching the flames like flicker away and then come back, even with the cold damage not doing quite as much as you'd hoped. But you are slowly whittling this thing down. As you're stood outside of it, you watch as its face kind of forms out of the flames. And at some points it seems to be screaming, other points laughing. This creature is uh, a mess. Yeah. Okay, as, as, as I see its face form up near me uh, with my offhand, I'm going to take a stab with a short sword, plus one that I've got in it. Go for it. And with a 24... Hmm... 24, wait, your short sword plus yeah, one magical, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, so it is. Eight points of damage is slowly being hurt. And I take. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's find out. You take. Yeah. Helps if I roll the right dice. You take uh, 10, half to 5. I can I can live with the five points of damage, but I really wish you'd stop rolling tens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should take uh, all the tens, though, surely, Tommy. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'd I'd rather he didn't roll any tens at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, old ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I oh, yeah, could action do, surge. I could do an action surge here, guys. Um, does it seem like I've done a lot of damage to this thing? Is it? Does it? Or do I? Or is it still sort of still looking pretty solid? Um, make me a perception check. Okay. It's very hard to tell on a creature like this. As as I'm as I'm hacking away, I'm gonna try and take a look at its face as it comes around again, and I roll a thirteen. Thirteen, yeah, it's difficult to tell. This thing is just like a living bonfire in front of you. Mm -hmm. We have hit it for a lot of damage, but I have no idea what it. You know what it's exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just wondering whether I should save my action surge for later because we're not going to get a chance for a short rest in this place. Um, but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it because we might as well kill this thing as quick as we can, and I might as well take as much damage off it as I can as well. So, uh, well, it just it it doesn't affect me as much as it does everybody else. So, and and Tommy's Tommy's also feeling pretty evil and wants to kill something especially something that's sentient that he's just found out so he's gonna roll another attack with elements wrath again so summing up energy and anger and desire to commit violence i take one more stab at it but with an oh. 11 it was just a swing too much it was indeed that is a swing and a miss 
it, your sword arcs through the air, and you notice it's just about to hit Solara, and you kind of stage your hand, and you're like, oh, damn it. You lost the initiative there. And my turn is over. Uh, you used uh, Action Surge, didn't you? I did. You got another swing. Oh, yes, it's two attacks, isn't it? It is. Yes. Ah, awesome. Being a fighter is great. How many times right. have you attacked now? That's like five attacks. This, is, well, yeah. this will be my fifth, yeah. So, um, Jesus. No, at least I know where Solara is now, so I'm going to stab away from where she is. And with a 16... 16 does manage to hit, dealing another 12 points of damage. Yeah, fighters are very high in uh, action economy, but not so much when they're worn down. And yeah, it is still standing. But now you are starting to see some of the flames are disappearing and uh, finding more difficulty in reforming. And that is the end of your turn, I take it. It is, yeah. And that leaves Solara. As she starts her turn within the creature, those green, blue, and black flames just wash over her, and she takes an additional eight points of psychic damage. <laughs> Not nice. She is a bit hurt. Um, what she is gonna do... Hmm, what is she gonna do? Most of her stuff is ranged. But if she casts a spell, she can get away. Go on, Solara, do one. <laughs> you... This will be fun. You watch as Solara gets covered in, like, this aura of lightning energy that's just crackling off her... It almost hits both yourself and Rogar, but it only seems to actually affect the elemental creature, dealing initially just three points of damage to it as this uh, lightning energy rears up inside of her. Rogar, you get a first row seat as she begins to draw all that energy together, points her hands like directly up through the top of this creature, and unleashes a lightning bolt directly into the air from inside the creature itself. And she deals 22 points of damage with a DC 16 dex save, which is a lot of ones. So she is going to... That is a lot of ones. Burn a, um, a spell... Ah, what they called? Spell point. Meta magic point. Spell slot. No, metamagic point, to empower the spell. As you see, she focuses even further into it, and this bolt of lightning just crackles out, and she can reroll three of those ones. So... Jesus Christ. Nice. (laughs) She needs to reroll 3d6. Toit. Dealing instead. Oh. Total of 29 damage, if this thing fails its save, which would be a dexterity save. Oh, with a 12. That's a really bad roll for it. This thing literally explodes with lightning damage as this lightning bolt just cracks up into the sky, dispersing the creature entirely. Nice. <laughs> um, Fair play, Solara. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you watch as like, the lightning energy sort of grounds itself. She's like, I do not like being set on fire. Fuck that. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. Nice, Rogar. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, go- I'm gonna gonna offer up a high five. You're not gonna like slap her ass. 
I'm not going to slap her ass now because uh, Tommy has had far too many lawsuits. <laughs> so at this point, Rogar's going to slap both your asses. Okay. At least he's an equal opportunities um, sexual assaulter. I uh, turn to Handrel and go, <laughs> Go team! <laughs> Solara starts patting herself down to put the fire out. As oh yeah, I might do that too. Fire. Yeah, well, because you decided to take a turn to slap someone's ass. Yeah, go on then. You take ten points of psychic damage. Really? <laughs> I've rolled so many tens. <laughs> See? <laughs> Don't Bob slap. is a bitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, Solara is going to take a uh, minor healing potion. Yeah. One of the two she has. That's a logical move. Um, I'm, I'm still gonna, still offering that high five. So they're, they're just going to leave you hanging. <laughs> She'll give you a high five back as she downs this drink and heals up uh, only five points, but it's better than nothing. And I'm going to use all 15 points of lay on hands. <laughs> on yourself? On myself, of course. <sighs> what, oh, yeah. What's it? Voss didn't do fuck all either. He's... Voss nope. already he... used his spell slots. Yes, I yeah, know. He's, he, he's done. He's spent. <laughs> Guy has no stamina. Nope. <laughs> oh dear. Set times for Voss. Um Okay then, so the creature destroyed. Do you continue around the side of the mountain? Shall we come around the mountain? Yeah, I think we should. Do you... I thought the exact same thing, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought, I thought there was there was there was a sex joke in there somewhere, but I couldn't quite make it, so I wasn't quite sure where I was going. You couldn't with it, quite so. make it. That's what she said. Uh, type <laughs> of your sex tape. <sighs> Watching too much nine nine, man. All right. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> uh, it's a good show. That. It is a good yeah. show. Yeah. Um, are any of you doing anything else healing wise, using your second winds or taking potions or anything like that? Uh, I think I'll leave it till I need it. Um, I'm okay at the moment. I've taken some damage, but I'm hoping that. Well, I'm hoping that we're not going to be fighting anything even bigger than that. <sighs> we'll see. We will see. I'm good. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> Do you want a cuddle? Uh, yes, actually. Ask Brigger. <laughs> actually, Solara has three potions of healing, so she's going to take a second one to try to get a bit more health back as well. <laughs> she did not uh, not heal as much as she would have liked. And oh, she heals four more points. Goddamn crappy. <laughs> That's not value for money. That's not value. But she is nearly full health. She doesn't have that much health, though. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's not too bad. Okay. Voss leads you round the corner of the mountain. And it is quite a massive mountain. You don't know at the top whether it's volcanic or not, but given where you are and the amount of magma just on display and lava, like, boring out in general, it's probably a volcano. It's probably a bunch of volcanoes as you look. This, This mountain ridge almost seems like a border wall going further off into the cinder waste. As you turn the corner with Voss leading, you watch as he drops to his knees, just mouth agape and lets out this almost silent scream. Ah. Uh, what's wrong with Voss, guys? Was it bronze boy? Did, did, did we break him? Did, did he like get a splinter or something? Did you all walk around the uh, mountain? Uh, I think we're going to come and look, come and have a look and see what see what he's yeah he what he's seen. What did his his dragon eye see? What did his dragon eye see? Yeah. Uh, 
as you all walk around the mountain, you see about 40, 50 foot in front of you, the largest face you've ever seen. In fact, trying to comprehend what you're looking at almost seems like a creature that has fallen forward with its face, like its chin resting on the ground. Its mouth has actually been forced open. You look at a creature that skin is a very, very dark red, almost like cooled embers. You see armor covering it that seems cracked and damaged. One eye is, again, a kind of dull red, almost as if once it used to uh, blaze with a burning fire. The other eye is completely gone. It is now just a hole into darkness. You see this creature's mouth is held open by those same black veins you saw before, those vines that are just sort of streaming out from its mouth as well into the land, all about 20 feet in front of where this creature is lying. You look up now and you see this creature is so large, its arm is actually resting, its right arm is resting on top of the mountain. We are talking like, if this thing was stood up, you were talking like bigger than a skyscraper in terms of size. Its mouth, as I say, is being held open, and as you look into it, it looks less like a mouth and more like a yawning portal of just endless darkness. As you all stand there, taking this in for a moment, I want Rogar to roll me in a religion check. And while he's doing that, you all watch as a host of black winged creatures bat-like and silent come flying out of both the mouth and the eye socket and just go straight upwards into the sky into those storming clouds up above it happens for like almost a solid minute you watch hundreds of these things come pouring through and then it stops again Voss is just staring like his bronze scales are the closest you'd ever describe to pale, like he has lost all color in his skin. He's almost like weeping, like he is broken as fuck. Uh, with a nine, you're not really certain what you're looking at, Rogar. <sighs> uh, I'm just gonna kind of gently walk up to boss and i'm gonna be like um i'm guessing that's the fire lord <laughs> as you get closer to Voss, you notice this creature's other arm one of them's resting on the mountain the right arm the left arm is actually dangling over the edge and from where you can see as you look out past the mountains there's just nothing just void there's no land there is no fire you can't see farther, far enough to see if there's anything beyond this just yawning nothingness. It's almost as if the land itself has just collapsed into it. Um, make me a persuasion check, if that's what you're going <laughs> for with Voss. Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm going for. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's, let's try and see if I can use some of my mighty charisma on him. Uh, with a 17... Apparently I can. (laughs) (laughs) With a 17, he doesn't snap out of things completely, but he just sort of nods like, I I can hardly believe my own eyes. 
What could have done this? What... What creature could... What god could... And he just sort of trails off into wordlessness. It's at this point I'm going to turn to everybody and kind of go, don't really want to stay and find out. Uh, this foe is beyond all of us. That That is exactly what I am thinking, bro. Yeah. Um, boss, mate, I think we, well, I think we've found out some valuable information. Time's getting on. Uh, As you're it's talking. It's a fair walk back. <laughs> As you're talking and trying to get Voss to his feet, you watch as an entity starts to walk out from the mouth. At your first thought, it almost looks like the fire elemental, but smaller. Its flames, again, seem to flicker back and forth between darkness and light. Except this creature is wearing blackened, almost iron armor, and carries two long scimitars in either hand that blaze with this black flame. As you look at it, it almost as if it sucks light into it. It points at the lot of you as another horde of night gaunts come flying out of the eye up into the air. And it begins to rush towards you. Fuck. And... I think that's where we should end it for the night. Balls. <laughs> Matt can't hear you, darling. Sorry. Do you have any idea what that might be, Rogar? Uh, do I have time to roll a perception, or do I just have run or stay? Um, it's rushing towards you guys. Um, you want to know what that thing is? Roll yeah. me an arcana. Just, 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 just before we end it, just, just. Okay. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. I mean, some sort of fire elemental? You're not sure. You're okay. definitely not familiar with whatever has created this. Okay, I'm, I'm just, I'm just thinking we're, we're, we're probably, probably blaming Rogar for this at some stage. I was just wondering. How, how are any of you going to blame me for this? <laughs> because Cookson told us we should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somewhere yep. along the line, something you have done has led caused to this. Yes. <laughs> so and, you can, you can blame me out of game, but in game, oh no! no in, 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 in game, Tommy has no idea. Sophia has no idea. None of the none of the player characters have any idea. But we, as people, are judging you with a judging hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Judgy face. <laughs> right. Well then. So yes, <laughs> I, th I think that is, is a good place to leave it, and um, yeah, as we all kind of wonder what it is that's coming towards us. Oh, we don't all wonder. It's Cookson knows. Cookson knows what it is. <laughs> uh, I genuinely don't. I, 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 I have no idea. I have uh, no idea, but I, uh, I'm going to blame Bunkle out of character. Yes, yeah. Why is everyone blaming me? <laughs> because the DM told us to blame you. I've just been over this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill the damn thing. I wish I did. That would have been pretty fucking impressive. But, you know, it would have been sick. <laughs> yeah. be it would have been totally badass. <laughs> Dude, the size of a skyscraper. Yeah, I'm <laughs> totally taking an eye or something, anything I can carry. 
<laughs> do it anyway. I mean, um, Voss Absol- might not like Absolutely it. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can uh, see the map on the screen now if you scroll up a little bit. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Something flamey and dangerous is making its way towards us, and Rogar is right at the head. Cool, 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 cool. Ah, Rogar is going to shout banana and split. (laughs) (laughs) Right. To be to be fair, you you've already thrown yourself into danger to save Solara once, so it's not today. So yeah, it's fair. Heroism at its finest. (laughs) (laughs) Quantified heroism. Yeah. (laughs) Well, as I say, I think that's where we sign off for tonight. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, thank you to my players for joining me this evening. I hope you had a lot of fun. Well, very oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> hope you enjoyed your uh, current sojourn into the plane of fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's been very interesting. Uh, we fell into a burning plane of fire. Uh, burns, burns, burns. <laughs> The plane of fire. fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not. Um, (laughs) Well, then I shall sign off. So, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. This was Gunpowder Treason No Plot. If you want to get in touch with any of us, you can either on our Facebook group of the same name, our WordPress website, or on Twitter. I am at Treason No, and these people that I have here gathered all have their own Twitter accounts using their play names and GTMP at the end of it. I have yet to be told any place that someone wants to listen to us on that we aren't already on, so that seems like a good sign to me. But if there is anywhere that you can't find the podcast, let us know, and we'll try to get it sorted. And I will hand over to you lot. So, as usual, if you've enjoyed listening to my voice as much as I enjoy listening to my own voice, you can find me on the Lost Art of Podcasting and the Lost Art of Wrestling podcast. You can find them on all good podcast providers, and you can follow them on Twitter at Lost Art Podcasting and at LAOW Podcast. Uh, next podcast coming up will probably be our Royal Rumble predictions, uh, I would imagine. And... Uh, just in case you want to meet me in person one day, you may find me in the Red Scar Cafe on Red Scar Business Estate in Preston, Lancashire, UK. Maybe one day. <laughs> no one needs to meet Bunko. Everybody wants to meet me. <laughs> yep, he is, he, is, he is the face of our podcast because you don't want to meet the rest of us because you'll never find us. <laughs> um, he is the finest. Which, 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 yeah, which conveniently sojourns into my own sign-off, which, as, as usual, you will not find me anywhere else. I am exclusive. Um, my rights are here. Um, uh, but actually, if you do, please, please do tweet Tommy because he has a significantly larger online presence than I do. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, t- Tommy has way more friends than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves Tommy, nobody likes Matt. <laughs> about right yeah. uh today's episode is brought to you by the letter l as in legends like our listeners Aww. thank you for listening suck up yeah <laughs> uh well thank you everyone and yeah we will see you next week
Goodbye. Bye. See you. Bye.